Well, 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 hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of your so random Tosh podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm going to attempt to do this episode and be as positive as I can. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Like, that's all I can say is, well, <laughs> well, if you wonder what I am referring to, of course, the sad news about my team, the Sixers yesterday, they did not do well, you know. Unfortunately, they lost that game. They do not move on in the series. The series has came to an end for the Sixers. Okay, Miami won. They get them going to the next team, whether that be the Celtics or the Bucks. I don't know. I really don't care. Um, at the end of the day, I don't know. I don't know. Harden, a second half, shot one shot. Like, I don't know what was going on. You know, are they completely burned out at this time? What is happening? You know, it's sad to see your team that was doing pretty well go out like this, you know? Well, all I can say is have a great summer, Sixers. (laughs) I don't know what else to say because I don't want to dig too deep into it, you know, because at the same time, it's just like, what can you say? Nothing. I have nothing else to say. See you next year. (laughs) That's all I can say, y'all. And and I'm not going to get too much into it because everybody has their opinions already. You know, I said a lot of things on my previous podcast about the things that are happening and, and and wishing them the best and what they have to do on the court. But, you know, it's really at the end of the day, it's up to them. You know, I'm still a Sixers fan. I'm not going to deteriorate from being a Sixers fan because they lost. But, you know, it does hurt a little bit to see your team out. But it's all right. It is okay. Everything's for a reason, I guess. So, moving on, y'all. What I want to talk about. (laughs) Um, My ears have been hurting lately. And I don't know what's going on. So, I might have to go to the doctor to see, like, what is happening with my ears. So, I thought I'd come on here and give y'all some funny dating stories of mine. Um, I did say I will start this series soon uh, about some of my funny dating experiences. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, yeah. We're going to start. We're going to start. We're going to start. You know what I don't like? You know, back in the day, we meet a guy. You know, you don't expect, you know, we all trying to make it, you know. Everybody don't always have 
the money to do this and do that. And that's that's understandable. But what I used to couldn't stand was meeting a guy who had to front that he had this and that. And he didn't, you know. And it was like, that was more of the turn off than anything. Meeting someone who pretend to be more like that they had it going on. If it's, if it's, if having it going on means money wise. And, um, and it's just like, you didn't have to do all that, sir. You know, we, look, we could have went somewhere else you know, we could have had a picnic. Well, I don't like saying picnic because, you know, that term is just not cool if you know the history behind it. We could have had a lunch in the park, you know, could have made some sandwiches or whatever. But pretending to have it, we're both, you know, I'm in college. You're doing trade school or whatever. I don't expect (laughs) you'd have it like that. You know, we're young adults trying to get our life together. So to initiate that you had it and you don't, we're looking at like boo-boo the fool on this date. You know, now one thing I have to say is I haven't been on a date where a guy took me to the restaurant and he skipped the bill. Like, so that's good. You know, I don't, those days, I heard those days are horrific, you know. Um, I have been on a date with someone act like they forgot their wallet, you know, uh, at the movie theater, you know. So it's just like, okay, whatever, you know. And for me, I don't like to make a big deal about certain things, but it's just depending on how it's going. Like, if the guy is a complete asshole and a cheesecake, then of course, you know. But sometimes things do happen, you know. I don't want to always give uh, a a quick judgment on someone, you know, when dating them. But my whole thing is just don't pretend to be something you're not. You know what I mean? Like, let me know and get to know who you are. Uh, You don't have to front for me. I won't front for you. You know, if I got it, I got it. If I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you can make money. You know? It's just how you do it and how you think about it. You know, I think a lot of times we get so, like, hooked up on the ideal of money that we forget everything else. You know? And so when you're dating someone, you think you have to do all this. I mean, some people want that. Me, just keep it real with me. Because if it did get serious, I know where we stand. You know? I don't want a pretender or whatever. That's like one of the worst things you could be for me. Like, someone who pretends to have a certain lifestyle and be up on it and not really doing that, you know? You know, at the end of the day, it's just like we're people. People get into debt. People fall behind on bills. No matter what status you are, you know, 
things can always happen, but that doesn't mean you're going to stay there. Might be there for a little while, but you'll get back on your feet soon. And if somebody can't appreciate you as a person telling them the truth, maybe, you know, they're not the one for you. You know, maybe that's somebody you may have to, like, move on from, you know? Because I understand, life is, life is crazy. Now, if you are a person who's just going, just a user and someone who just lies about what they do or what they have, then, you know, I'm looking at you a little side eye, like, no, I can't deal with you. Because you got people who like to drag their feet to see what they can get from another person, which I think is horrible. You know, but it happens, you know. Be careful. Don't date a gigolo, y'all. Oh, my God. I mean, hey, if you want to date a gigolo, date a gigolo. But just be careful, you know. They can't really give you their heart, you know. So somebody said that a man who is... Very, if you hear snoring, that's my puppy. She's laying next to me on the couch, and uh, she's really knocked out right now. And I want her to stay knocked out while I'm doing my podcast because you know she doesn't like for me to give attention to other folks, you know. But he said that if a man complains about a woman, um you know, wanting you to fit the bill or take care of her or complain about somebody using her or using him, usually they ain't got nothing, you know? I agree with that in some ways, but then also I disagree with it in some other ways because a person can have it, but they still shouldn't want to feel used. You understand? It's just like, I'll give you a prime example. If you got rich parents, right? And only time you, only time your rich parents hear from you is when you want something or you, you know, you want money or you need some materialistic shit. It's never a phone call just seeing how a person's doing or stuff like that. It's never just hanging out with a person. It's just like what you could do for me all the time. That's not a good feeling. And some people take that same mentality and put it in a relationship and expect that a lot of times. And I always tell people, make sure you have your own. And not saying, like, don't give with somebody that want to take care of you. It's okay to do that. But to expect someone to, oh, you just have to do it. I don't know. I'm not really on that philosophy. You know, I feel like, If someone wants to do something for you, they're going to do it regardless because they love you. You know, I don't think you should have to force someone to do anything for you. But you don't want to make a person feel like they're being used because, you know, you can feel like that. And that's not necessary to say you don't have money. I think it's the way it's presented or how the situation is. You know what you're getting, you know, nine times out of ten sometimes. You know, men know what they like. A lot of times we date on physical a lot. You know, you date 
on physical a lot and then everything else is skipped over and then you realize like we're not that compatible and that's what I was mentioning before it's like yes you do want to be somewhat physically attracted to the person you're going to be with or whoever you're talking to or dating but it has to be more substance to me in the long run like I can look at you all the time and say you're fine, but what else is it? You know, what else about you will make it be like, okay, this is the relationship I want, you know? And a lot of times people, ew, you farting, girl. You toot it. I'm telling your business. Yes, I am. Who, t- who would have known that puppies, well, she's a bulldog. American Bulldogs. So I heard they, they, uh, they toot stinks. <laughs> well, everybody farts stinks at the end of the day. If you want to talk about, okay, listen. Back to what I'm saying. So it's like you gotta have more substance than just looks. You know, sex. You know, as much as I may refer to sex and wanting to have good sex. I don't just base everything around that, you know. Um, for somebody who's been celibate for so long, it's fun to me to talk about that because I don't do it, you know. Um, now, in the beginning stages when I was celibate, I had so much going on. I wasn't really thinking about sex so no, I can't really tell you on that. But I just feel like we all need to, well, not all of us, But single people, like, if you're out here dating, I'm not trying to tell you how to date, because if you feel like you'd rather just have physical than anything, then that's your your thing. But for me, I just feel like it's so much more than physical out here. It's like, who are you as a person, you know? Can Can I have a good conversation with you? You know, have you ever been in one of those conversations you just tuned out because you don't know what the fuck they're talking about? Because it's just so, (laughs) it's so draining. It's like you're pulling things out, but they're not even answering the question. They're going around the bush and half the time they don't even know. It's just like... It don't matter. And I just be thinking like, and, you know, when you've been single for so long, it's kind of hard to adjust. I'm not going to lie to you. If you've been taking care of yourself and just been doing your own thing, when you do decide to get in a relationship, it is some adjusting when it comes to that. Like, you're adjusting certain things in your life that you did when you were single. Now you're in a relationship, you're considering others. And I don't know if y'all know about me, because <laughs> sometimes I'm a little forgetful. I'm like a horrible texter. Um, I'm a horrible calling back person sometimes. And it's not that. It's just like I'm not so I'm not used to people really checking up, checking on me, you know, or seeing how I'm doing. I'm not used to that. Only time I had that, I like to tell you, was my mother, of course. You know, my dad a call, but, like, other than my best friend, but, like, far as anybody else, people don't really check on me, you know? So, I don't, 
I don't, so if I did give us someone and he's a checker, it would be a little different, you know, um, because I haven't had it in so long, you know, and I even been in relationships where the guy, this, this, this is who I chose to date, and I was like, you know, he doesn't even care if I left out at 12, a.m. from him and get home. He doesn't text to see if I got home or call. So, you know, that wasn't the person for me, you know. But at the end of the day, I think if I was to get into a relationship or talk to someone and someone say, be safe or text me or I'm going to call you just to make sure you're home, that would be new because I don't really, I don't have that. I don't have people checking in on me. You know, so when you, it's like, you know, I have a big family, but they don't check. (laughs) They don't really check. They don't really check in. But that's okay, because everybody got their own lives, and I can't expect that. So being single, but we're talking about, like, relationship-wise. Like, being single for so long, and to have someone worry about your well-being is very very nice it'll be different for a while because I haven't had that in a long time you know um I'm usually the one to tell people if I'm out with my friends or something like let me know you got in you know I'm always the one that's concerned about everybody else so when you know, if I was to get with someone who was really concerned about my well-being, I appreciate that. It would catch me off guard a little bit, but um, I appreciate it because to me, that that shows like consistency of someone who cares, you know, like at least want to make sure you're there, you know, or just you know, a spontaneous text or something, like, I'm just thinking about you, you know, you don't really have, I like, if I do get it when I'm talking to a guy, it, it's not, it's like a, a, it might be a game they're playing sometimes, like, but when someone is really genuine, that's, that's awesome, so I always tell people, like, don't get mad at your uh, significant other, they, check on you or call you or just want to make sure you're okay because a lot of times people don't have that yeah it might be annoying sometimes because maybe y'all had an argument or you just want to be in your cocoon you know and he's or she's just calling you you know and you're like oh my gosh all they want to know is that you're okay you know now I had had moments you know where I can be to myself, and I am like that a lot of times. So it would be adjustment for me when, if I get in a relationship and I had that type of person that was just concerned about my well-being, you know. And as much as I come on here and, and say, like, you know, I, I take care of me, like nobody's going to take care of me like I could take care of me, but God take care, will make sure my well-being is okay. Um, it, I'm a human, you know, at the end of the day. It's like, it's okay to want 
um, companionship. You know, it's okay to be in a relationship. I held out for so long because I wasn't ready. And not to say I'm ready now, but um, I think I'm a little more stable in my mind to accept someone who wants to love me or, you know, take this journey with me. Because before I was just like negative. You know, like I told you, I probably messed up really good things. But if you're not in the right headspace, God places you where you need to be. And I think God has a plan for us all. We always want to know, but sometimes it's not for us to know, you know? Um, but yeah. <laughs> and also, if you have a girlfriend, a wife, or whatever, please do not get in my DMs, messages, whatever you try to contact me. Do not. Because I keep trying to tell you men, I do not date or concern myself with people who are in relationships. You have to be an actual single person, a man that is single. That means, yeah, you might be talking to other women, but you're not in a relationship, you know? It's a difference. I, that's what I was saying. Single people be chilling. It's your people that be in relationships that always trying to creep in a single person's life. Like, that don't make sense to me. Get y'all shit together. Obviously, you married this person and you got in a relationship with this person for a reason. So why would you think it would be a good idea to DM me if you're still in a relationship or you're married? It's just mind-boggling. I mean, I know it happens. I know people are doing what they do. But for me, I don't want no parts of that, sir. You know, I know what it feels like to be cheated on. You know, that's not a good feeling. You know? Y'all y'all got to get your shit together. You know, and then you'd be like, well, 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 how would that be? You do know, sir. You let temptation and what you want at the time consume your mind and you forget that you have a family and you have a girlfriend and you have a wife or whatever. Leave me alone. I'm minding my business. Do not bother me if you are in a relationship and if you're married. I don't want no parts of that. You know, and I and it's just like, why would you even want to do it? I mean, I feel like that's a headache. At a certain point in your life, that's a fucking headache. You sneaking around, texting, trying to call, making sure nobody know. Like, why would you want to do that? That's high blood pressure right there. Like, that is so fucking, like, no, out in the open. Like, no. Now, if you poly, that's something different. 
Not saying I'm gonna join, but I don't have nobody. I don't have. A, I don't have no strict rules on people who are poly. You know, that's that's their decision. You know, they choose to bring other people in that relationship. Now, me personally, I couldn't join that. Also, I wouldn't want to be in a poly relationship, but I don't knock people who are. People have their reasons why they do what they do. You know, I have to be with one person and that's it. You know, and even though I said when I'm single, I have opportunity to talk to more than one guy. That is true. But usually if I'm digging a guy, I'm talking to his ass and only his ass at the end of the day. But that's my choice. I can't say he's doing the same, you know, but I also ain't dumb. I know my boundaries if I know he is definitely talking to other people because we're still staying and we're single, you know, I know my boundaries. I know I'm not going to be boo-boo the fool, (laughs) but if I am interested, and that's the thing, people hate saying that they like someone. It's okay to tell a person you like them. You know, I used to be that type that used to be on my high horse and didn't want to put myself out there because I'm scared of rejection and scared of embarrassment. I'm scared he's going to play me. But like I said, if I tell you I like you and you decide to do what you think you need to do, run and act crazy, then, yeah, I can go. I can take my liking ass somewhere else. You know, and I just don't have time to really get all crazy about a person and I think this is good because I've been single for so long and I've been on my own for so long is I think that's a good thing at the you know because before like if shit didn't work out oh my god I was so distraught oh my gosh how can he do this but I was in an illusion you know I didn't really know myself that well I was a low self-esteem in some ways and wanted things to work so so infatuated wasn't really a lot of times I was in love with people I was more infatuated you know with the idea of being in love you know I I can tell you right now I don't think I have ever been fully in love I don't think so I love hard but I don't think I have yet experience what it's like to be truly in love with someone. I thought I was, but when I think about it, I don't think I was, you know, I don't, I think I loved him, but I don't think I was ever in love, not yet, you know? In love with, like, no. And I don't think someone has been truly in love with me. They've been in control. They've been infatuated. They've been, let me just, I'll just want her. You know, they used to try to, uh, used to get me with that whole wifey bit. But it's like, no, no, no. Try that shit now. I'm so happy that I'm older. You know, it's nothing like being older and knowing who you are 
at the end of the day. You have less time to try to impress people. You're kind of clear about what you want. I mean, yeah, some of your stuff ain't always that clear, but you're kind of like, all right, this is bullshit. It's so easy now to date to me, like if I was to date, to clear out the bullshit than before because I was so infatuated with trying to be with someone. Now it's like, I don't force shit. (laughs) Not saying I forced it back then, but I was more intrigued to jump into something more than I am now. Now I'm like, I'm stepping one, two, one, two. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to be like, okay, like he wants to be with me. Let's just do this. No. No, I am actually enjoying this part of me. I'm happy to be older because, man, I watch my younger cousins and and younger people around that's in their 20s or in their early 30s. I always laugh, not laugh, but I always think back to how I was, you know, around that time and that age. And I see some things that they do that I have done, you know, and I try to help, you know, but a lot of times, you know, when you in it, it's kind of hard to try to will somebody back to say, all right, now you need to kind of slow down it, you know, and every situation is different. It may have some similar qualities or similarities to what you may experience, you know, but people have to learn. And I'm kind of glad that I learned and I weaseled out all the bullshit. I mean, I, it was a lot of heartache, a lot of sadness, a lot of depression, a lot of, a lot of shit, you know, that I went through and I'm just in one way thankful for it because if I didn't go through that bullshit, maybe I would never know who I was today, you know? And that maybe I wouldn't be so open about this type of shit when maybe I wouldn't be as cautious now, you know? If I would still had the same mentality I had when I was younger, you know? And it's all a part of growth, you know? And understanding your wrongs and doings and accountabilities and actions and things too like I can't say my relationships that I had was totally on the guy no I did some fucked up shit too you know I can't and when you can admit that like I feel like that's a part of growth so whenever you do get in a relationship or you're dating you're more honest about who you are and you take accountability about shit you do not saying that you're fully matured but you know some things better than you did before and when you're dating someone you're learning about that and you're learning about that person you know um at the end of the day (laughs) you know it's just it just feels good because some of my peers you know, may not have made it, you know, and, you know, it's just like, 
you look back at a lot of the shit you did, like, I'm surprised I'm still here at times. Because I'm like, I was really with a crazy motherfucker. But, you know, God, God is great. God is great. And I just want y'all to understand that, you know, wherever you're at in your life, whether you're married or you're single or you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s, wherever you're at, you know, it's a part of growth. And don't beat yourself up so much. You know, just understand sometimes we don't learn things until we get much older. You know, sometimes we continue to learn. You never stop learning. You'll be a fool to walk around and state think like, I learned everything. I know everything. I know everything. You're a fool when you say that because you don't know everything. You might know a good bit, but you don't know everything. You know, it's still a learning process when you're Some people are 70 years old and still don't know how to communicate their feelings and don't know how to shed light on their feelings. And when you bring it up to them, they shut down or they tell your ass off, you know. And that's sad, you know, when you think about it, but they haven't got there yet. And we don't know if they will, you know. But you got to just let people kind of maneuver the way they have to do life. If that, that's the way they are, that's the way they are. Now, is a lot of people going to be around that? Maybe not, you know? And sometimes when you think like, oh, wow, I push people away, that's the reason. Sometimes it's like it's kind of hard to deal with you, <laughs> you know? It's kind of hard to deal with you. I like saying I'm wrong and shit sometimes. And y'all be like, oh my gosh, a Virgo is actually coming out here saying she likes to say. No, I like to say I'm wrong sometimes because when I do that, it makes me think about, oh shit, I did come off crazy that day, you know? And then making me be more aware of Whatever is being communicated to me is a part of this person's feelings. This is how they feel, and I have to grant that to them. That's how they are feeling. That's how I made them feel. It's not like if I hurt you anyway. It's like, no, I'm sorry that I hurt you. You understand? Instead of if I hurt you, because when you put that if, I had learned that because I used to say if, well, if I, if I hurt you, no, I hurt you, obviously, and I'm sorry I did that. I apologize for that, you know, and I think when you say that, you're taking full responsibility and you know not what not to do. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's how it is. I am learning what not to do. And, uh, 
It's all right. It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right, y'all. I love getting on TikTok sometimes because some people, yeah, you know, TikTok makes me laugh so much. And I think his name is Terry. Terry. Terry plays Tabina. Tabina. She. <laughs> He's so funny. Like, he. I put his videos up a lot. I repost his videos a lot because. Sometimes you just need a good laugh, and this young man makes me laugh so much when I watch his videos. He'd be like, I want to be Jada, wait, wait, wait. Now you got a song. And there's another guy that acts like Karen. He'd be like, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. <laughs> back it up, back it up, back it up. <laughs> Tell me why. Tell me why. Yo, they are so funny. Yo, sometimes you just need a good laugh. You know. Something really crazy happened yesterday. And uh, I got a little emotional. I was walking my dog. And, um... We have mulch, marsh, mulch. It's like those black wood chips that they, you know, they put around the buildings to make it look pretty with the flowers. So I'm walking my my puppy and I smell like it was barbecue, right? I smell like it was barbecue. I'm like, oh, they probably at the grill over there barbecuing. But as I look, I see smoke coming up where I live, like, where my building is at, by my window, uh, by my balcony, I mean. And I'm like, yo, that's a fire. So I go here and pit it out. And my dog, you know, she's trying, I'm trying to hold her back. So I go over to the office, the leasing office, and they're still in the office, thank goodness. And as I'm explaining to them, I started getting very emotional, like, crying almost like I did cry because I was so angry I was so angry because I was like what if I didn't notice that you know and I and I, and I had heard that mulch can you know smoke call smoke and do do fire but it was just scary to me because I thought about my puppy and I'm like you know did somebody walk with a cigarette and you know like I just kept thinking about so many things that could have went wrong but I'm thankful that God allowed me to walk on that side to see and they were able to handle that and uh, they actually handle it again today to make sure but um it's just scary you know when you think about it, because I be thinking like people do malicious things, but sometimes it don't have nothing to do with people. Cause I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't really talk to my neighbors. Or, like I talk to my neighbors, but I don't have like any bad blood with my neighbors. So it was just weird. And it wasn't like a big fire or anything. I just saw smoke. So I got nervous. You know, I didn't know what was going on. I never saw that before. But the leasing office did handle that and got right on it. So I'm thankful for that.
But it was just scary. And I didn't think that I would get that emotional when talking. But like I said, sometimes when I'm upset, I cry, you know, because I don't really, I get upset, but I don't really like get upset, upset. You know what I mean? And when I get really upset and I'm thinking about others, protecting others, I cry, you know? I get really in my feelings and I cry because I'm trying to explain it because I'm so upset, you know? And I've been trying to find ways to, to do that better because I it's rare that I get that upset, you know? And, um... But I am thankful that everything's okay and no one got hurt. It was just a it was just a real weird feeling to come across that yesterday. But uh we're all good, you know, we're all good here. And like I said, if it was somebody, my dog is very alert. Like we can be in two other rooms and she she would definitely let me know somebody is doing something like so I don't think it was anybody you know I just think maybe that mulch did just smoke up on his own because it got hot so um but yeah I think that like for for protecting us and making me aware of that and you know, I was able to talk to the to people. But yeah, so um anywho, I mean has anybody ever experienced that? Like, you know, I'm a city girl and I just I don't <laughs> I I don't know too much about certain things, you know, so I don't even know how to use my damn dishwasher. You know, I came from public housing, you know, growing up uh, in projects. Okay. So when we did move to uh, a three bedroom house, you know, my mom and and my sisters and stuff, when we did move there, uh, my mom, when she got her kitchen redone, she took that wash, that, uh, dishwasher out. She didn't. So we, you know, at my grandma's house, we still wash dishes, but we would put them in the dishwasher, but I still don't know how to use a dishwasher because I was the dishwasher, you know? And so I have a dishwasher here. I still don't know how to use that shit. I wash old-fashioned. Actually, I like washing it because it's kind of therapeutic because that's all I know. I don't know how to wash dishes in the dishwasher. (laughs) That dishwasher is just as new since the day I moved in. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? So, anybody come over and visit, y'all can use the dishwasher. I don't know how to use that shit. I don't even know what the appropriate soap you use to put in the dishwasher. I went out to Target. And I thought I got the stuff for the dishwasher. The maintenance guy was like, uh, no, that's not for dishwasher. I was like, well, then you know what? Fuck it. I don't need to use it because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Anyway, if you rinse off your dishes before putting it in the dishwasher, you might as well just finish the task. Oh, my gosh. And speaking of saying rinse, I love my family, my grandma, my aunts, my mother. You know, at times they would say ranch. They wouldn't say rinse. 
I was talking to my aunt the other day. She said wrench, wrench. She said, yeah, we just had to wrench it off. <laughs> wrench off those potatoes. <laughs> and my grandma used to be like, because my grandma had a bathroom in her kitchen too. So she had a couple of bathrooms in her house. But the bathroom in the kitchen, you better not do no number two, okay? You can urinate, but you can't do a number two because that's in her kitchen. So she was like, when you got to go move your bowels, you better not move your bowels in my commode. Not in my kitchen. You better not move your bowels in my commode in my kitchen. Yo, I'm so done. And then she's like, wrench it off. Make sure you wrench everything off your fruits. Wrench it off. Wrench it. <laughs> and one day I was like, do you mean rinse? That's what I said. You know, oh my goodness. Because a wrench is a, is a tool. <laughs> Oh, I just love it. I miss those days. Cause, and then speaking to my aunt a couple of days ago when she said that, I just bust out laughing because I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Wrench off those potatoes. <laughs> I can't. Oh, man. Do y'all have people in your family that have accents and different ways of... of commenting about things you know that's what makes it so unique you know and I don't get upset at stuff like that this is so funny to me like how could you get upset about somebody pronouncing it the way they pronounce it you know it's so funny it's just so funny to me I love it I wouldn't have it no other way (laughs) but um I'm gonna let y'all go thank y'all for tuning in And I hope you all have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Stay safe. Peace.